Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Obsessed Millennials. My name is Nashi. And I'm Jassy. And how are you today? I'm ready for the long weekend. Me too, me too. Even though for most people here in Puerto Rico, long weekend started today, I still have work tomorrow and it was a long night and I still have some work to do, but I'm excited. I know you have big plans. Yes. So that's exciting. Road trip with the playlist on going to the beach. Woohoo! But there's a lot of people too that has been like off from work and school the entire week. I hate my mom is one of those. Well, you hate my mom and my nephews and my niece. Well, yeah, because they were free and I've been at work and it's been insane. Like, I'm literally surviving on coffee. That's not good. On you, that's not good. Who cares? The job is getting done. (laughs) (laughs) But let's talk a little bit about last week's recommendations. You finally watched The Bold Type. It only took me, like, what, two years to get you to watch it? Yeah. You were a little bit aggressive about it last week. I put you on the spot and it worked, okay? If I would have known about that, I would have done, like, an Instagram story or something way before. (laughs) you would just put me on blast on social media just like that sometimes you have to well i did watch the bold type and you know i said i started watching Grey's anatomy from the beginning again but i thought to myself on saturday well i have watched this so many times from the beginning you can wait a little bit until i watched the whole two seasons from the bold type and I get up to date to what's going on right now with the TV show. And I thought there were a lot more episodes than what I found. It was only 10 episodes per season. Yeah, it's not a very long season and the show is really like easy going to watch. Yeah, it, it was really easy to watch. I don't know if the alcohol involved had something to do with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I know I sent you a message, and I am gonna be honest. I wasn't drunk. I truly, truly believe what I told you, and it was one of those sappy text messages. And I was watching the TV show. I'm like, Jane reminds me so much of Nachi. I need to tell her this because of something that was going on on the on the actual episode that I was watching. But yeah, I watched the show, and from all your recommendations, that's my favorite one. Another self-high five. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to use that meme so much now. So whoever is listening, if you don't understand what we're talking about with the self-five. Go to our Instagram. Yes, just go to our Instagram, and you're going to see the post. You're going to understand what we said. Um, But yeah, I watched the bold type, and... I get everything that you said on the last episode about it. Like, the topics they talk about, what they show, and just to put it into words, I really, because there's a lot, I'm feeling a lot of things because of that show. Um, And actually, I could relate so much in some situations, but I love the fact that it's said in kind of like, current time and there's so many references to current events and 
and music and just like pop culture in general and the fact that they show how like dealing with adulthood actually looks like because there's so many shows where they show this kind of like perfect um main character like everything goes exactly like they planned everything is right for them if they make a mistake um it gets like resolved so easily and they get so many opportunities and that's something that i kind of like criticize a lot on some shows because it doesn't show the reality of situations like that and seeing on this uh show that they actually they actually show that like something is going wrong and it's not easy the characters are struggling to try to make it work um that's something that i actually liked a lot plus none of us are perfect and all of us are out here basically just winging it and just trying to actually make it through each day and each week that's something that even like for me right now sometimes i'm thinking like yeah what do i want in the next five years i don't know i'm just trying to make it through this week and seeing that on the show you know it was like that was the main thing that i actually liked so much about it i'm so glad that you like like the same things why i fell in love with this show i mean i've been watching it since it premiered on freeform so i remember watching all the trailers and the promotion and as i I fell in the first episode in. I was in love. I've told you I like the music. I like the characters, their development, secondary characters, the topics they talk about, how they approach all the situations. And I think we even mentioned it's a freeform show, but it doesn't feel like a freeform show. Yes. And these girls, these group of girls, I can relate to what they're going through. It's the same struggles. I work in a creative environment, so it's struggles that I have lived with and see every day. They also remind me of all my friends. These are girls you could meet up in a bar and you would actually like, yeah, I would be friends with them because they feel and act the same way I do. Like I said, they remind me of you. They remind me of Oma. They remind me of my high school friends. They actually remind me of the group of friends I've made at work, like The girls at my work, sometimes something's happening and either we're in the group chat talking about it or we'll go to the back room and like vent about it if we have to, just like the characters do in like the the closet of the office. Really, it's one of my favorite shows ever. And if it ever gets canceled, I will cry. But it's a really, really well-written show. And it's really rare to find shows like that, especially that would address issues that are not only affect like us young women but also the youth in general so they know what they would be like expecting once they hit like workforce because it just touches everything even hr problems problems with like medical plans just everything they'll touch absolutely every topic you could ever imagine facing once you enter like adulthood world. Yeah, and you mentioned the soundtrack and that was another thing that that I was so shocked. I know you said like it's more like female 
driven, like the artists they featured, they're mostly female artists. But I thought you said most, so I thought like oh, sixty, like a sixty to forty kind of ratio. But actually, like basically the entire soundtrack is just yes. female artists. I, I think I said most because I wasn't since I watch it live. I don't go and binge watch the show. And I hadn't watched it in like almost a year since the last season had come out. I wasn't entirely sure if there were any songs that weren't female, but I'm pretty sure that the entire soundtrack for that show is female based. I think the only thing that I don't like, and it's not with the show itself, it's the platform, is the fact that it's on Hulu and not Netflix. And sometimes I don't use Hulu because I hate having to sit through commercials so if there's something that it's on hulu that is actually on netflix or prime video i'm gonna watch anywhere else and not on hulu because of that it's just like sitting through like two minutes of ads to be able to continue watching what i'm you know <laughs> this is something like first world problems but Yeah, I'm don't not... bash ads. They pay my bills. <laughs> I know, I know, but I don't watch TV anymore. So I got used to watching my content on YouTube and Netflix and having to sit through ads, even if it's a minute or two on Hulu, that, that just like irritates me so much. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Sometimes it's it's a little irritating, especially on my TV. It buffers only on commercials, and they get super slow. And I'm like sitting there for a three minute commercial break, and it's been ten minutes. But really, I don't mind it because I'm so used to using Hulu already. I watch most of my free form programming on there, and I watch Grey's Anatomy there, and Station 19, and some other shows. So I don't know. Maybe I've gotten used to it, so I don't mind it as much. But yeah, I know what you mean. If I ha if it was on Netflix, I would probably watch it on Netflix instead of Hulu. Yeah, and I do watch some of the shows that you said. Well, not right now. The only thing that I'm watching is Grey's Anatomy. Like current, that it's you know, the season is going on right now. The only thing that I'm getting up to date is with Grey's Anatomy. I'm not watching anything else. Because at some point, I was just watching too many TV shows. My weekend was just trying to get up to date with all the episodes from that week. So, anyway, moving on to the releases this week. Which I haven't listened to any of them, so I'm a bad fan. Yes. You have, well, <laughs> no, I said yes, and it sounds like I'm saying, yes, you are a bad fan. Oh, yeah, um, that's definitely what you're <laughs> No, no, I was going to say, me. like, <laughs> no, I was going to say, yes, you haven't listened to any of it. Um, not that you're a bad fan. <laughs> anyway, um, in the releases this week, there has been quite a few things, and I listen to most of the songs haven't watched anything that is there but just to start with I mentioned last week that the Technicolors were gonna drop a new song and that I didn't know the actual name of it and I was struggling so much saying like is it hello Betty just Betty shotgun Betty so 
for any of you who listen to me struggling with that. Um, the song is called Shotgun Betty. I listen to it. I love it so much. I think it's definitely one of my favorite songs from them now. But I usually... I, that always happens with the new song. Because I love their sound. And I don't know. It's something... It's kind of like, for me, they're this artist who... If a song comes up quickly, I can say, oh, those are the Technicolors because it's a different sound to anything else that I have heard. Um, at least like the vocals, mainly the vocals. Um, so yeah, I love their sound. And to particularly on this song, I love the bass line, like always. <laughs> surprise. Oh. Yeah. What a surprise. She loves the bass line. Um, and the vocals, another surprise. No, but it's really nice. And and I don't know, like the whole song is just amazing. You need to listen to it. You're probably going to tell me, oh, not my thing, like you did with the Rex. But it's different. It's different to the Rex. It's a, I don't want to say it's a good song because for me, it's great. I love it. I don't know if you're going to like it. We'll see. I'll try and give it a shot this weekend. Maybe it'll make it to next week for commendations from my part. Who knows? We'll see. Um, Now I'm going to try it. You know, I'm going to keep pushing it. Like, listen to the song and see if it makes it. Makes you it never push me. You never push me to listen to anything. I know. I should because apparently being aggressive works. On you, not me. I don't care. <laughs> Let me try it. <laughs> um, another uh, another song that was released this week, and it was definitely a combination I wasn't expecting. It's a song called Si Mañana Is Too Late by Jesse and Joy featuring J Balvin. I like the song. It's a combination. I wasn't expecting that at all. But I like the song. It sounds so good. And actually, I need to add that to my road trip playlist for this weekend. I forgot. But yeah, it's a good song. Listen to that one too. And I mean, you like Jesse and Joy. So. Yes, I do. Another one. And I have to say, I didn't love this so much. Uh, the BTS album was released. And it has songs with uh, Halsey and Ed Sheeran. I listened to the one with Halsey, Boy With Love. And I give it a try to some of, of the other songs. But uh, it's not my cup of tea. And I'm not saying that it's bad or anything. Like, it's just not for me. It's something that I would, like, enjoy if I hear it on the radio. But it's not something that I would look for to listen to it or add to any of the playlists on Spotify. I don't know. It's just, it's not for me. I don't know why. I try, I try so hard, like, be positive. Don't think, you know, because, you know, I don't care. I don't care if it's something that I cannot understand. I mean, I like 1OK Rock and that's Japanese rock. But I couldn't, oh no, like it doesn't work for me. I don't know why. I have opinions about this one. So I listened to it on Friday. I mean, I'm not a BTS fan. I'm not like, I'm gonna, not even going to pretend that I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't like their music. I've, I, My sister listens to a lot of K-pop and I fight about a lot of it. But 
one band I can't stand to listen to, not even on the radio, is BTS. I don't know what it is about them. I just don't know. But anyways, I listened to the song because I was, you know, curious because it's Halsey. And she was very excited on social media about all of it. And I know she's been a fan of them for a while. And she's always been hinting about wanting to collab. And she was saying that, like, the chorus wouldn't leave her mind after she recorded and all these things. So I was like, oh, we'll give it a try. So on Friday, as I'm going home to my parents' house, my sister looks it up and we're listening to it. And I have to say, I was so upset because I wasn't expecting to love the song, but I was so upset because Halsey barely has a part of it. And I know many people are going to be like, oh, but it's not a Halsey song. And I'm like, I get it. But I was expecting her to, she has such a great voice and she can do so much more than when mm-hmm. she, she literally just sings the chorus and she does some background vocals. And I, I could be like, yeah, that's Halsey's voice. But I was like, couldn't they give up like one rap, some bridge, something? Like, because uh, it was one of these collabs where you go like, you could have done so much more. And that's my opinion. I'm that was really disappointed in it because from all the hype on social media, I thought it was gonna be better. I haven't listened to anything else. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the band, so I'm not gonna be like actively seeking out things. My sister did say she wanna give a try to the Ed Sheeran song that maybe she'd like it because it's Ed Sheeran, but probably news on that if we ever talk about it again. But for now, it's like I was I was a little upset. And those are like my two cents on the subject. Yeah, I I noticed that too. Like Halsey is barely on the song. And it's not to compare, but a collaboration that I think it's perfect because it features both artists well and it works so well, like the vocals. It's Lie to Me by Faisos featuring julia michaels that's definitely a collaboration that i love because it actually feels like a duet and not like not like they just like the artist uh recorded like the featured artist recorded one verse in a completely separate studio and just send the track you know what i mean yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, that was something that I noticed too. And I, and I looked up the Ed Sheeran one, but I think the version that is on Spotify is not the Ed Sheeran one. I started listening to it. I don't know if I listened to the whole song. It's just I'm not. In, I'm not entirely sure if if Ed sings in this song or if he just wrote it. That's something I don't know. I haven't done enough research. I just know that they work together on a song on the album, so not entirely sure. So that's different, and I wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics when I was listening to other songs on the album. So I need to give it a try again, just to that one and see if it feels like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. But um, moving on to another song that was released and that I actually fell in love with um camila released a song called sobreviviendo and you need to listen to it it's such a classic camila song i love the lyrics i can relate 
And I just love it. That's the only thing that I have to say about it. I just love it. I'm sure I'm going to love it too because I don't think there's a Camila song that I don't love. It's one of those bands for me. So it's definitely on my watch list to like listen to on Spotify. So, so. Do you know if they're about to drop an album or something? Because I don't know, but they've been releasing like a lot of singles. Yeah, they released something a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it on the podcast. Yes, we did. I'm I'm entering like trying to research. I hate that when you look up Camila, it comes out Camila, Camila Cabello. Cabello. <laughs> yeah. I can't think against Camila Cabello, but. <sighs> So they released like an album like of live music this year. The one with Sin Bandero, right? I think so. Yeah, it is. There's nothing else that's saying that there's a new single and stuff, but there's no news on like if they're releasing an album. But it seems like they're about to release more music because they released Te Confieso a couple of weeks ago. Now they really sobreviviendo. And you're going to tell me that they're just dropping random singles out there? I don't think so. There's an album coming. Oh, it says that they will be releasing their fourth album this year. I mean, this is Wikipedia. But it says that they did confirm that their fourth album is coming out. Okay. So I don't know. Well, good to know. I'm going to be looking out for that one. Yeah, we're going to have to look out for it. New, more new music soon. Yeah. Another, um, this is not new music, but new versions. Um, Dan and Shay release new acoustic versions for Keeping Score, Speechless, and Tequila. And you know how I feel about Speechless and Tequila. I love Tequila. Yeah. The song. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, that I used to love when it was on the radio and I could listen to it all the time. But so I'm looking forward to listening to these new acoustic versions of them. You have to listen to them. I will. I told you these things, I'll, I'll listen to them. Yeah, I love like, I, oh my God, I listen to, let's talk about the fact that it's only three songs, but I had it on repeat for like an hour today. Just like that. Those three songs, that's it. An hour. Just listening to them. And, ah, my God. It's Den and Shay. It's Den and Shay. I love them. I love them. I love their vibe. And you know Speechless is one of my favorites. And Tequila. But Tequila, I mean, the song is great. And I like the song. But it's more because of Callum than because, you know, the actual song. But with Speechless, they own that song. So yeah, I'm super excited about this. And it's definitely one of the recommendations this week. Um, Apart from that, another music-related release was the new Sebastián Yatra album called Fantasia. I haven't listened to it, but I want to listen to it because I've listened to like two or three songs by him. And I like his voice. So I'm definitely looking forward to actually check this out. Another release this week was the Netflix film, The Perfect Date. And you watched it and you were judging me because I haven't. You were judging me about not listening to any of the songs. And I told you I watched the movie and you didn't. So 
that's it. So tell me about it because I don't know anything about it. Okay, so basically Noah Centineo's character uses this app where girls could like pay him to be his date and they can choose what personality he can use on each date depending on what they're going to do. So he'll be dressed up as a cowboy or these things or like the bad boyfriend, a million scenarios and he's using it to pay for college because he wants to go to Yale so basically that's the big gist of it um it's a cool movie I mean it's not my favorite it's very teen movie which is basically in the direction that he's moving in he's a teen like throb for all these tweens out there um but it's a cute movie I mean I didn't hate it I watched it entirely it did make me laugh it made me angry at sometimes because like this is not realistic but It happens, and my sister does have a message for everyone. She wanted me to say that Dallas and Allie are finally together, and it all comes full circle. Like, this is quote by quote what she told me to say, because um, I don't know her name in real life, but the girl that plays Allie. Laura Moreno, something like that. Yeah, that's her name. The girl that plays Allie in Austin and Allie, and wasn't to know, used to play Dallas, who was her crush on the show before she ended up with like Ross's character, which was Austin, a big thing. But they end up together. Is that did I did I just spoil the movie for everyone? I'll stop talking. It doesn't matter. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, you can get that from the trailer. Yeah, they, they, there's a love interest. There's some other things that happen, so I'm not spoiling everything. I mean, it's a pretty predictable ending. Exactly. So you're not spoiling anything. So if anyone was going to watch the movie, I'm sorry. Watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But there's other things that happen. Trust me, I didn't completely ruin it. But yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cute movie, It's but it's very teen. When you watch a movie like that, you can... You cannot go with this expectation. Like, you you cannot go with, like, high expectations because yeah. it's a teen movie. It's not supposed to be logical. It's not supposed to be something that us, you know, 20-something years old would say, oh, my God, yes, I want that to happen. No, it's not realistic. We know that, but it's teen drama teen romance like of course you need to lower your expectations watching something like that yeah for sure and i mean there's worse movies on netflix so this one is i don't think it's that bad like it's not the best but it's also not the worst i'm gonna try watch it this weekend i have plans but i don't have a detailed busy weekend or anything so i'm gonna try and watch it another release and this is the last one we're going to talk about is the netflix documentary homecoming we talked about it last week too this is one of the things that we were kind of like hinting to everything that we were going to talk this week it's a netflix documentary about beyonce's performance last year in coachella and she dropped the live album too Out of nowhere, no, like, no promo, nothing. Totally normal for Beyonce to do something like that. Yeah, like, she, she's like, you know what, I'm Beyonce, I don't need to be thinking about sales and forecasts and if, if this is going to affect me, 
because I'm Queen B and everyone's going to listen and watch and buy it. So, yep, basically. It was released today and I haven't watched it because I haven't got any time for that. But it's music related. I'm definitely going to watch at some point. And I'm not like a Beyonce stan at all. Like, I don't really know much about her. I'm just like a casual listener every now and then. And I'm still going to watch because I love all this stuff like this. So I'll probably talk in the next episode about it. If I watch it this week. <laughs> yeah, probably. When we watch it, and if we watch it, we'll definitely like give you guys like our own input about it. And if you guys watched it, let us know if you recommend it. Like, Go to our Instagram and let us know if we should watch it or not. Yes. So I did a little thing that kind of segues into today's topic. I gave a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> and I wanted to talk this week about spoilers and leaks because not because I just did a mini spoiler, but we basically the entire world knows that next week the new and final Avengers movie is coming out and game and it's like this big hype and anticipation and I've watched every trailer and basically cried in every single one because I am like that. And this week, there were some special screenings, and I think on Tuesdays, the big premiere. And from these special screenings, which I don't freaking know why they're doing special screenings, because this is like Marvel, and everyone knows what Marvel is, and they don't have to worry about sales because there's dates that are already sold out just by the pre-sale. Yeah, basically, the queen bee of the film industry, it's... Marvel. Basically, especially the Avengers movies. Because even people that haven't watched the entire superhero movies, they'll be all about the Avengers ones. And basically, in the special screenings, people were mean enough to start leaking spoilers and scenes from the movie. I've seen some campaigns going on online. I think I shared one, like these letters, like don't spoil it for other people. It's going to take a while for everyone to watch it. Just like keep it to yourself for a while. We've been waiting for this for a long, long, long time. So don't like ruin it for everyone. And I did also hear from people at work because it's a big topic we basically touch up on daily or every two days that apparently there's five different endings to the movie. I don't know how true that is i think like the creators of the film aren't too worried because there's like different endings for different countries i don't know but the point is that i wanted to talk about the subject because i think it's interesting us being fans we've experienced spoilers and leaks like even spoilers from friends or on social media even articles even i always am objecting at the Grace Anatomy page because I don't watch the episode on Thursday and I follow them and sometimes you'll go in and they'll be posting about what happened and I'll be upset and you're big about spoilers like yeah. I don't care but you get so upset if, I do. if someone or something spoils a movie or an album whatever has to do with 
the entertainment industry, if you like it and someone spoils that for you, you would make such a big yes. thing about it. I do. And I have my reasons. Like, it doesn't cost you anything to... If I'm going to talk about a show because I'm really excited about a show, I'll be like, have you watched this show? Are you interested in watching? Do you mind if I give you spoilers or not? Like, it's not that hard to check up on someone. And on articles and social media, it's not hard to say, like, spoiler alert. So people can avoid it. Some people don't mind it. I don't like spoilers personally because I don't like my opinion to be based on what someone else tells me because people will tell you their version of even if it's just a fact of something that happens it'll still be their version and then their face and then their mannerisms their tone of voice they'll still be like giving you that little hint of their opinion on the entire thing like you can give me a review you can tell me it's a good show I recommend it I think you like it for this 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 reason which is what I did with you with the bull type and to everyone because I recommended it to everyone that listens. But like, why spoil it? And some people will do it on purpose. They'll give you spoilers on purpose. And I just don't know why. Because I'll be looking up for that one thing. And what leads up to that one thing, I'm like, no spoilers. And sometimes I don't care if I don't watch the show. Someone will be like, do you mind? And I'm like, no, probably by the time if I ever get interested on that show or movie or something, I'll forget about it. So it's fine. But like, check up on people. Like, don't just go blurting out spoilers for no reason. I agree with you just in one part. Like, I don't mind spoilers at all. Like, I don't think I have ever really like made a big deal about something like that. But, and I'm not saying, right... We're all different, right? If you think that it's a big thing for you, then it's a big thing for you. For me, it's not. I get mad when it just came out and people just start, like, it's not even a spoiler. They're just trolling, like, making memes about things that are not true about that particular thing. And that's something that is so stupid, like, Look, it just came out. You can hold your stupid jokes for a little bit. Plus, that's another thing. If it's a special screening, like in that case, is it really necessary to just like, you know, post something out there? Yeah, like what are you yeah. gaining? Like why must you ruin it for everyone? Like if you could wait two years for a freaking film to come out, why can't you wait a couple more weeks before like the grand majority of everyone watches it? Because it's not something like, if you give me a spoiler of a show that came out 10 years ago, like, please, that's, it happened. But this is something that just premiered. Like, it's totally different. You'll know that people will probably will need to wait a little longer to get paid to watch the movie or maybe it's sold out the way they want to watch it or they can't whatever the reason like don't spoil shit for people like why i get it but this is where i don't agree with you like yes let's wait but i'm not gonna if i want to talk about something i'm not gonna wait almost a month to talk about it i'm gonna give you tops two weeks if you weren't able to get tickets or whatever, then what can I do is already all over social media. 
I'm not gonna wait more than that to talk about it. But you can check up on a person and you'll find people you can talk on a subject about. At work, it happens a lot. We're a bunch of like geeky nerds and we'll be very into all these movies and big releases and we're into Harry Potter stuff and Marvel and Game of Thrones and all these things. And we, whenever something is released, we'll be like talking like, okay, who watched it and who did it? Oh, you didn't? When are you watching it? And maybe we'll say like, oh, no, this weekend or something. I'll be like, okay, on Monday we'll talk. But if you go like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to watch it, blah, blah, blah. And they go like, we're going to talk about it. You can go to the other room. And when you watch it, you come look for us and we'll have the same discussion again. And we've done this with movies. We've done this with series. We'll check up on a, on each other on what episode we're on. Because it's not the fact that I don't want to people to believe that I don't want you to talk about something because if you're like freaking out about it but check up on people don't just start blurting out things and I'm very iffy about social media because like you could still give a warning so if I'm scrolling I will see spoiler alert or whatever and I'll just keep going and I won't read it I get that and another thing I have to say like talking about the time frame to wait and talk about it i saw something i don't watch game of thrones i have never been into it at all not even like one clip or anything i haven't watched anything about it but i know that it premiered on sunday something like that like the same night or like next the next day in the morning there were memes about it there were photos about like this big thing apparently from the show and i'm like couldn't you wait And I get it. Like, these shows thrive on being trending topics. Like, right now, to be renewed or whatever. I mean, it's Game of Thrones last season. So they're not going to be renewed or anything. But all these shows don't not only thrive on having the views, but they also thrive on being the most talked about on social media. That's something that's changed. So I get it. Just think a little bit. You can express yourself about a show without giving anything away the same way you can express yourself about an album or a song or anything without giving anything away that would ruin it to somebody else I don't know I just I'm very big on I want to have my own opinion about things and not having the entire experience ruined I don't know for me you don't ruin anything at least for me like that's my opinion you're not ruining anything for me because I'm not going to be thinking about whatever you told me when I watch something because I'm just going to, you know, my own perspective. My, like, this is something that you guys in the group chat kind of like tell me all the time. Like, you didn't expect that. But it's the fact when I'm watching something, I'm not thinking about, oh, what if this happens? Or, oh, this is going to happen for sure. No, I'm just like completely blank, just enjoying each minute. Like I'm focusing on this. I'm not thinking of, I'm not plotting, you know, the rest of the episode or the movie, whatever it is in my head. I'm just watching whatever it is and that's it. So sometimes I'm expressing myself on the group chat and you guys are like, You didn't expect that? Like, you didn't think about that? Maybe, maybe my, my, I know my mind sometimes works in a different way than anyone else's because I, I write and I think of things more out there than they are sometimes. 
So I'm not only not thinking about it, I'll be looking like, oh, this is the character's development. This is where it's going. Oh, from this, this, and this that happened, I could deduce that these are like the paths it could take. And I'll be surprised. I'm even like, it's not about getting like the entire plot ruined because I've read books and then I'll be watching the series or the movie. And so, you know, the ending, you know, what's going to happen. So it's not, it's just the whole element of surprise of how it's going to be. And it's an experience. Like, I don't want to know your opinion about it. I want to formulate my own and then we can talk about it. So, I don't know. And it's very different. Like, spoilers, I mean, they happen. So even though I'll be really upset, I won't, like, lash out at you. I'll probably be like, oh, really? Did you seriously have to, like, spoil it for me? Something I do get really pissed at is things leaking mm-hmm. before they're released. And one, one quick note on the spoilers. I just have to say it. It usually happens that Oma gets way too excited about something and she she, she just sends everything. the message and i'm like wait nachi ha- hasn't watched it deleted like it's like this panic mode for like one second and then you come to the chat and you just see that a message was deleted i'm so excited about about deleting messages also but you guys something you guys have been doing a lot if you're watching a show i haven't watched it or you're, you're at a part where i'm not at yet or whatever you you send audios and you tag me and be like don't listen to the entire conversation we'll tell you when you can come back yes it's that sort of it's the, it's in the little details like I'll come back to it and then we can fangirl about it or criticize it or whatever. But like, give me a heads up so I can choose it. I'll be like, yeah, I want to. I want it to be spoiled, like because sometimes I'll even look for spoilers myself. But I'm choosing to have something spoiled for me. I don't want to be surprised. Like, oh, thanks for that for telling me that character gets killed at the end or whatever. It. I just want the heads up. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. But like I was saying, one thing that does piss me off is leaks. And the way that, for those of you who don't know, a leak differs from a spoiler because a leak is when a song, an album, a scene, a movie, or any piece of work in the entertainment industry kind of gets released before its official like release date. It could Usually it happens online and it starts trending and people start sharing it really quickly. Sometimes it gets taken down because of copyright issues. If it gets like flagged or reported and they catch it on time. And being in a few fandoms, we've seen this happen a lot. Yeah, way too much. And it pissed me off so much. You know that. You Like I would probably still yes. like, I try not to. Like, I try so bad to not listen to anything that has been leaked. It did happen once that we were looking for the... I do remember this. We were looking for the... She's kind of hot EP. And because it was released already. And we found some songs under the EP. Um, but, like, it was released, I think, in Australia. Not on the U.S. yet. And we, I think it was also something that happened, like, I think Amazon 
release some songs that weren't meant to be released yet by accident and people have bought them and then they started sharing them. Yeah, and we listened to Safety Pin and there was another song, I don't remember, but we listened to Safety Pin and the other song and we were like, oh, cool. Then we realized by looking online that those songs weren't part of the EP and we felt so guilty yes because five souls always are very vocal about their songs being like they've experienced yeah. leakage a lot of their music especially singles and they are always very vocal about it on social media because they worked really hard on these stuff like how would you feel if like you wrote something or you recorded something you made a movie or a piece of art or something and somebody else went like Oh, you haven't released it yet? Oh, here you go, internet. You can watch it because I felt like it and not because the artist wanted to. It's, I feel very bad and guilty. And I won't lie. I've listened to leaked stuff on purpose. Yeah, I have. I have done it too, but I try not to. Yeah, I try not to. I Usually I'll listen to it because I'll be like, I'm going to buy the album. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy the songs anyway. So they're not going to lose something. Usually if it's from an artist that I won't support, I'll be like, oh, I'll wait for it to be on Spotify or something. But if it's, um, I remember Taylor's Reputation album leaked uh, a day early or a few days early. And I listened to most of it before it was released. But I had already pre-ordered the thing. Like I was going to listen to it anyway. And I didn't share the links with anyone. I like, I kept them to myself and that was it. And I didn't even talk to anyone about them until the whole thing was released so i kept it like to myself well too bad you should have shared that with me i didn't want to like share it out there like i knew you weren't gonna like share it forward or anything but you know i yeah i uh, i don't like leaks because of that like it's someone's work they have worked hard on it And don't come to me with this bullshit about, oh, it's a big artist. Like, how is it going to affect them? I do believe it actually affects sales. And that's only on the music industry. And it doesn't really affect the streams at all. And it really depends too, because it depends on the artist. But still is so disrespectful that you go ahead and lick something. And sometimes it could be an error from like a company or something like what you mentioned about amazon but like don't share it you know it's it's not supposed to be released don't be disrespectful and we have seen this a lot on the faisal's fandom because for some reason everything has been leaked the only single that wasn't leaked was wanju back and it I think the guys felt so weird that it didn't happen with that one, that they did a live and play a little bit of the song. So basically, they leaked their own song. But they were calling their own shots. They were like, oh, we want to tease you. And I know artists, I'm sorry if you guys can hear that. It's just started like pouring outside. So I'm sorry if you hear rain for the rest of this podcast. That's just making us cozy. Yeah, it's going to make me so tired. Anyways, um, artists do that a lot. Like, they'll play their own teasers and be like, oh, oh, better stop it there. And I know the Jonas Brothers have done it. Um, 
Little Mix has done it. And they'll even be like, oh, we'll probably get in trouble for this from our label. But we want to share with you that we're really excited about the upcoming release. And I just think that you should call the own shots of when and where your things get published as an artist because it can affect your sales. It does start trending. Plus, people will start formulating their opinions before you can even prepare yourself mentally to what the people are going to be like thinking and commenting about your work. It's basically, it's your heart and soul out there. Because it's your art, it's it's what you do, and it's your job. And there's a lot of people and a lot of work that goes on it other than just the artist. Because there's writers, there's producers, there's mixers, there's an entire team yeah. working on these stuff. And I think the big issue with all this, the spoilers, the leaks, is the fact that even the, the same artists, they see this as just normal because it has been happening too often now yeah they they even come to expect it yeah it's gonna happen at one point and, and i think they've also been like i think that's why artists start like announcing that they're releasing something a lot like they'll tell you today something is being released tomorrow they won't have this big like build up to it because there's actual people that start looking for these things to leak them it's not like to just like listen to for themselves but they try to profit from it in some way yeah and it's just again it's too disrespectful to the artists i don't like leaks at all i hate them and maybe yeah i'm gonna listen to the song if i'm like waiting for it and that happened with valentine by Fisos. it got posted on like mtv japan or something like that and it got leaked like that and people started posting it on instagram and i was waiting for that song since they played the song on the first time they played it was on the iHeartRadio concert that they did last year in March. And you know that I was so mad because they made Youngblood a single. And I was like, can we get Valentine out there? Already I need to listen to the song. So when it got licked, I listened to the song. Like I was like, I know I'm gonna buy the album. I already pre-ordered the album. Like we got the tickets to the show. So we were getting a copy of the album there. And we knew we were going to buy the Target version too. Like, they're going to make money. I know they're going to make money. At least from me. I'm going to buy the album three times. Whatever. I'm going to listen to it. But usually I don't because what I said is disrespectful. I don't like it. And the fact that there's people out there trying to ruin someone's career just like that because it could affect like majorly a release and we see this as oh this is art this is just to entertain but for these artists this is their business this is their job and they need to eat they need to feed their families they you know like they're just like us they make more money but whatever and that's another misconception a lot of people think Oh, this big artist, they're so famous, they have to be making tons of money. When it comes to the sales, they're not making that much. 
Yeah, there's an entire team that needs to be paid. There's other people involved in the making process and sales, mm -hmm. lately sales don't make it. It's no big secret that sales have been in decline Yeah, because of streaming services. And it's services. really convenient for all of us to have these streaming services, but it affects the artists because they're not getting paid that much by companies like Spotify and Apple Music. I know I'm really big with Spotify. I love Spotify. But if I'm a fan of an artist, like I'm, I love them, I'm definitely going to buy their music. And if they're starting, if there's a band out there that is not that big and I support them, I'm going to buy their album. It doesn't matter if I have it on. It doesn't matter if I don't listen to the actual album that I, that I bought And I just go to, to Spotify to listen to it. But I'm going to buy it to support the artist anyway. I'm very big on still buying albums of artists that I listen to. I have a pretty old car. And I still listen to CDs. So my car is like filled with like 20, 30 CDs. Because I'll listen to every single one of them while I'm driving. And so I'm very big at buying albums from artists that I am truly like a big fan of. And I also use streaming service. I mean, it's convenient. You have access to new music all the time. And you could like, even be like, oh, well, I like this without having to buy it. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's something that happens. And I think I hate how it's been normalized. So many things get normalized, especially with social media, like leaks, spoilers, and we could go on and on on the list of things that just have been normal. And people like go like, oh, if everyone does it, why can't I do it? Yeah, it's just, that's just such a stupid point of view. That thing that you just said, like, it's so stupid, really, just because someone else, this is where my mom comes to mind quickly. Like, if someone tells me that, I'm going to tell them what my mom used to tell me when I was growing up. Like, I don't care about the others, I care about you. And not only that, she would say like, Si fulano se tira por un barranco, tú vas a ir a tirarte por detrás del por el mismo barranco. Like, you're gonna do like, is, is it this? Yeah. Is it monkey see, monkey do? Like, you're just another follower. Like, what the hell? That's just so, such a stupid thought to have i don't know that's my opinion about it like really just because someone else is doing it you're gonna do it too i agree i agree 100 like no don't that's a stupid reason to do something yeah but like talking about new things that come out and like this whole social media builds up and hype and how people don't normally do it all the time someone that sticks to the basics is taylor swift for 13 days now well not 13 days but a few days ago i think we're on day eight of the countdown but it started on 13 days um taylor started hinting of something that's gonna be released on 426 on april 26 the same day that avengers comes out which there's been a lot of jokes but she's been changing her whole social media aesthetic And it's very pink and cute and like puffy and sparkly and very different from reputation, but not so different from other eras like 1989. And I'm 
very excited. I was going to tell you that it reminds me, it reminds me of 1989. And I've seen a lot of people go like, oh, are we getting 1989 2.0 or something? And I'm very excited about what's going to come. There's a lot of pink. There's a lot of blue. There's a lot of glitter and gold and her cats and butterflies and rainbows. And it sounds very girly. And, like, there's going to be a lot of love songs. I mean, she is in love. She has her boyfriend. She has her boo. So we'll see. I know I'm keeping up with it all. And every day she teases about something. And I can't wait. I just hope it's not, like, a a silly release. And it's not. It's, like, an announcement to make an announcement, which she's done before. I hope she drops something. I don't think so. Like, with so many days... I would get that if it's like a week before they're like, she's announcing an announcement. (laughs) And then the day of the announcement, she's saying, oh, I'm announcing something else. You know what I mean? But with like two weeks before. I mean, of course, she chose 13 days for the countdown because she's Taylor Swift. And 13 is her favorite number. I mean, it's not a coincidence. And there's been... So many things on social media. There's so many crazy theories. I'm not even going to go for them. I'm just hoping that it's not something silly that she's like announcing. And it's not like announcement to an announcement or something like that. I want her to drop something. There's been pulsing if it's going to be a song, if it's going to be like a song and a, and a music video, if she's going to announce an album. We don't know. We're going to have to wait. Reputation came out last year. Two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. So it's an album for sure. Because every two years she drops an album. Yeah, that's what we're expecting. But you never know. I mean, on that day, it's probably a single, not not the album. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. It's definitely different from Reputation where she did everything so differently sorry for saying different so many times but yeah we're gonna have to wait and see i'm keeping a close eye on this whole countdown thing so if i have any updates or crazy theories i'll share it on our instagram we shared the countdown right i think so i don't know if we did i i think so yeah if we haven't we will and maybe by this time we did already I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in other news, Coachella happened last weekend. Yeah, week one. Like Coachella week one. The week that everyone cares about. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. And a lot happened. My entire social media was Coachella outfits. <laughs> yeah. And concerts. Something that was really cool. And I hate that I found out late about it. I wasn't very... I, Don't keep up with these sort of things because it's something you can't really enjoy because you're not there. But YouTube was streaming the entire thing. There were three different live streams of the three different like stages. And there was the entire schedule and you could make your own schedule of who you wanted to see. And I saw that like at the middle of the second day, which got me really upset because on the first day, Rosalia was playing. But I mean... I couldn't sit down and watch the entire thing, probably. I don't know if you could go back and watch it. I don't know now, but I think, like, on, let's say, day two in the morning, they were showing on the live stream day one. 
like the acts. Well, it kind of all starts around 7 p.m., something like that. I mean, 7 p.m. for us. It was like 4 in L.A. Uh, you can find like some things on social media. Yeah, there's always someone who like screen records. Yeah, that shared things. I think there's some videos you can watch. I don't know if there's full performances. I'm going to have to check. But there's like some few performances you can watch on YouTube. There's people I saw that people share like the entire set list of Ariana Grande. I want to watch that. At Coachella. Um, I did tune in to see like a little bit of Bad Bunny because it's Bad Bunny. I watched the entire thing. I didn't watch the entire thing because at the time where he was playing, I was watching the Perfect Date movie. And it, it was hard to do both things at once. Well, no. What happened to your priorities? I mean, you're the big Bad Bunny fan. I remind you. I mean, I like his music, but I'm like not a huge fan. And I watched some of it. And I know I can find it on YouTube and be able to watch it. I've seen other of his performances before. So these are songs I've seen him perform. I just, at the time, I wasn't like, I don't want to watch Bad Bunny. I want to watch the movie. But I did watch like half his set list. And I loved the stage. As always, I loved his outfit. He's very out there about his outfit. Ugh. No. <laughs> and you have opinions. I can feel it in my bones. I mean, it was a very bad bunny performance. I loved the stage. People were screaming the lyrics back. Yes. And that gave me chills. Because this is in California. I mean, I know there's a lot of like Latin people in California and stuff. But people were dancing and screaming. The, you could hear and like you could hear the crowd screaming the words and that just made me so emotional because you mm -hmm. see how big his god is i have to say i watched the entire set loved the stage loved the fact that people were singing along didn't like the outfit hate his outfit <laughs> yeah and i kept thinking but it's very bad bunny yeah i know that but i kept thinking faisal's at least um Well, we're going to talk about that, but Faisal is at Coachella and I don't want them to get any ideas. That was the only thing that I kept thinking. I kept wondering, like, are they watching Bad Bunny? If they're not watching Bad Bunny, I'm on standing. I kept saying that the entire day. And I don't know why I cared so much, but I was like, are you watching Bad Bunny? You know, you're not going to do that anyway. So I was so upset. Like if they weren't there, I'm going to be upset. But I saw some YouTubers and stuff that I watch and they were watching the show and enjoying it. And it was pretty cool because it's like, you know, he's Puerto Rican. That's cool. Osuna performed too. Like not his own set, but he came out to sing uh, Taki Taki during DJ Snake's set with Cardi B and Selena. Yeah, there were there were some, I know with Ariana Grande, I think some and Sync performed without Justin Timberlake. And I think that Nicki Minaj did too with her? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. I saw something on social media, but I, I'm not sure. But there were some pretty, like, big collabs. Yeah, I think for Oriana, it was NSYNC, minus Justin, someone else, a rapper or something. Something Diddy, I think. And I believe Nicki Minaj was a guest too. And there was some, like, technical issues 
with with her microphone or something like that. I saw like a headline, but I haven't watched that performance. I only watched the Bat Bunny set because the thing is, it was on a Sunday at 9 p.m. And then Ariana was like at 1 or 2 a.m. I had to go to work on Monday. So I couldn't watch and that happened that happened to with Dylan Francis said, and I wanted to watch because Lovely Ben was going to perform with him, and I couldn't because of that. And I was really excited about it because I miss Lovely Ben. We have talked about them. We said last episode, I think, that they have been a band for only like two years. So they were at Coachella. They made it. That that was, I mean, they were guests, but that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But they still performed to a bunch of people that, that probably didn't know who they were. And I mean, there were some really cool performers. I mean, also, like I said, I don't listen to K-pop, but a K-pop band was playing and they were all female. Their name is Blackpink. And I only know this because of my sister. But that was like also huge because there were so many international artists. Because I mean, Bat Bunny, he's Puerto Rican. I don't know he's made it in the U.S. because he's touring and everything. But he's Latin. Most of his songs are in Spanish. Rosalia is from Spain and she was performing. These girls from Korea. J Balbing is from Colombia and he had his own set too. Like there was so many people. And then I, I have to say I was so, and I know she's big, but. I was so excited for Billie Eilish and I didn't watch her set, but the fact that she's like, what, 17 years old and she was performing at Coachella. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, this is obviously a big thing in music and it's a big thing for these artists. Even if you're headlining the stage or if you're just having a full set list, it's a big deal. And I mean, everyone who was anyone was there. Yeah, I I mean... (laughs) Like I said, my social media, I told you this, like, I know about Coachella this week because all my social media, social media was full of Coachella. Yeah. Like influencers, uh, artists, other celebrities, YouTubers. Yeah. It was insane. Like, like I mentioned, Fizes was there, not fully Fizes, but Luke Callum and Ashton from Five Seconds of Summer. But even Michael, who wasn't there, he was talking about Coachella on social media. <laughs> yeah. I think he was a little bit bitter that he wasn't at Coachella. <laughs> I think his, his fiance was working like something at Coachella, so I don't know. But everyone was either there talking about it, sharing about it, watching the live streams. It was like a big deal. Of music festivals. I was really surprised to see that Justin Bieber went because he has been like so out of the public eye. And then he went to, to Coachella with Haley. And that was for me, I saw the videos. Oh, oh, and I have to say, this was such like a moment for me. I was living through Billie Eilish. She is a believer. She talked about it on the Ellen show. She met Justin at Coachella and the video, like her reaction was so pure and so cute. And I was just dying watching the video and I'm dying here talking about it. But at, at the beginning, like she was like, 
stop it. Like, that was kind of, like, the vibe that she was giving. Like, stop it. Like, she couldn't believe it. And then she just went and hugged him. And I was... I was dying. I was like, oh my God. And I remember I watched the interview on The Ellen Show. And she said that she's a believer. And she kept like looking because, you know, Ellen scares her guest. And not only that, like sometimes things happen, like artists come come out and, and like they meet and all that. And she has she has done it before that she brings Justin to meet a guest that says that they're a fan or something like that. So Billy kind of like kept looking out and she said like, Alan said to her like, no, he's not here. And then Justin tweeted like, we need to make this happen, something like that. And then it happened at Coachella, you know, where everyone was. So yeah, I was really excited about that. So cool. And I I just kept watching like Instagram stories because the whole blog squad was there and I followed them all on, on like Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. So I got the full Coachella experience through social media without, you know, yeah, on the couch without having to pay for it. I saw a video and I think I talked about it. I told you about it. Like this girl did like this pros and cons about Coachella. And she kind of said like, oh, I went to Coachella. I always go to Coachella because if you don't go, then you don't count. Something like that. It was such a stupid comment. When she started talking about like how expensive the drinks are, how expensive is the VAP ticket and you still need to walk two miles to get to the to the actual area where the event happens i was like no this is not for me i wouldn't pay a thousand dollars for a ticket to just you know for what like because it's not only that like you can see it this celebrities spend and yeah they have the money or whatever but they spend so much the tickets the makeup the whole outfit, getting there, staying near, like, they're, it's it's just like a full vacation. Yeah, it's definitely like a big deal. And it, it's not just that, oh, I'm going to buy a ticket today to go tomorrow. It takes a lot of preparation and things. But anyways, and other news, today, Times 100 more influential people came out. And there's like a bunch of like magazine covers with artists like Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Dwayne Johnson, BTS, Ariana Grande, Michelle Obama, Rami Malek, so many others. And they had articles written about them by other artists because Taylor Swift had one written by Shawn Mendes. I know BTS had one written by Halsey, Ariana Grande by Troy Sivan. And it's really cool. I love the covers. If you like any of these artists, I know the articles are online to read. I read Taylor Swift's and Shawn Mendes said so many beautiful things about her. They're basically love letters to these artists about what they do best. Yes. Yeah. Can I quote Shawn real quick? Yes. He wrote on his article about Taylor. He wrote the following. Taylor makes anyone older feel young again and anyone young feel they can do anything. It's so rare and so special. 
if there is one thing I want to achieve in my career and life, it's that. And I have to say, true, true, true. That's how her music makes me feel. He just put it into words. And like you said, it feels like love letter to the artist. It's insane. I I haven't read the full article, but I saw that part and I was like, oh my God, same Sean. I agree with you. Yeah. And I think he said another one I, I, I can't look for. My phone died. So it won't be a quote by quote, word by word. But I know he said something that Taylor like shines on her own. And I know that like on stage, the lights and the outfits and everything like helps, but that she has like this different aura about her that makes her special. If when I find that quote and I have like battery in my phone, I'll share it on our Instagram. So by the time this goes up, I'll try to share it that day so you guys can read it. It was really beautiful. And I can't wait to read some more articles of these artists because there's some really cool things. And you can see that they support each other, that they admire each other. And they're even inspired by what others do. And it's super cool it's not something you see every day and I know slowly it's becoming more frequent that artists support other artists but it's just refreshing to see it um something else that happened and I shared it with you on Instagram was that Perry Edwards talked about her struggles with anxiety and panic attacks on an Instagram post on her page and the entire caption of the thing had my eyes watering because it's rare to see artists share and be open about their struggles. I know she has done it in the past about a few things, but it makes them feel so real and so relatable. I just, I really, I know we talked about it like last week with Demi. It makes me really look up to these people because they know who their audience is and that maybe they're needing to read this sort of thing. Yeah, and if you have a voice do it. You know, you have a voice, you have a platform, you have a big following. Just, I mean, you don't need to feel pressure to talk about these things, but if you can do it. Yeah, but if you have something that could, you don't know who it could affect for the better, because sometimes these people just want, I know I want to feel like I'm not alone in my struggles with anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I know you do too. And it's it's refreshing to see this artist just be like completely real with their followers without like this whole glamour because their lives can seem glamorous but sometimes they need to like show us like look it's all not like parties and stuff there's a person behind it that goes on through something i love the fact that on this post she talked about it like what she has gone through on the past few years with it you know struggling with the anxiety and panic attacks she kind of like talks about her first experience with a panic attack. And like the last part, I have to say, I love when she said like, I don't want to hide it anymore. I suffer from anxiety and I want you all to know if you suffer from anxiety, you're not alone. And that's something. And it's like I was saying in the last episode, when people talk about these things, like when celebrities talk about these things, it could help someone else to realize, hey, like I'm not the only one going through this. Because we see that every day that other people go through these things, but when you see someone that you follow that you kind of like admire and look up to them struggling with the same things and they tell you what works for them that even if it's like oh I have my own coping mechanism 
I do counseling, I whatever it is, it can help you to figure out what do you need to do to get better. Well, even if it doesn't help you, you just don't feel alone in your struggles. And you know that there's something that will work for you and that you can still be successful and you can move forward, even if you suffer from something like anxiety or panic attack. Yeah, I think that's it for the news this week. There's not much going on. I mean, we're recording on a Wednesday. Usually we wait a little later in the week to see what else comes up. Um, but there's not much going on. If most people are on spring break or they're free and there's like, it's like a slow week. But think next week it's going to be like big and impactful on you. So since we have a little bit of time, how about a listener requested story? Let's do it. Okay, so one of our listeners wants to know what does being um, obsessed to millennial mean to us oh i need to think about this (laughs) yeah it's like a big one i mean for me it's just this whole being passionate about things and not caring i mean i'm a fangirl i like what i like i'll share what i like that's kind of what means for me to be an obsessed millennial i don't think i remember a time of me not being like obsessed with something may it be books or movies shows music it's always been a part of my life I think us being 90s kids um we kind of grew up with like this whole slang of like standing or being a fan of something and like liking all these retro shows and it kind of became a thing with our generation I mean there were fans already but yeah the more I think about it like people that are considered to be millennials that's like from the late 80s to mid 90s um they're all very geeky nerdy people they'll be obsessed with things like harry potter or game of thrones or newer things they'll be obsessed with comic books and will be excited when things like riverdale come out because it was from a comic book like the Archie comics, and we'll obsess over it. There was the whole Twilight era. Superheroes, the more you talk to people like around our age or a little older, like maybe till 32, we'll be obsessed with something. Mm -hmm. Video games is another thing. Like I think it just became, I don't think now, I mean, some people do it because it's cool, but I think younger generations are not very into this sort of thing like we are. I'm, what are you talking about? We saw a lot of younger fans at the Vices show. Yeah, but it's not the same standing an artist and being like this huge, like obsessed thing. I think it, there is people that are obsessed with things, but I don't think it's like this whole culture other than with fandoms. I think fandoms is like different. And I know there's big fandoms that people keep joining, like Potterheads and things. But I think it's a lot normal to find people our age in this sort of thing yeah you can see the difference between generations but i think it's it has always been a thing for our generation and even if someone believes right that they're not like obsessed millennial right to put it like that um they have something that they're really passionate about it and there's nothing wrong with that no not at all we're very welcoming people like everyone should be obsessed about something and super passionate even if it's about a book or a hobby or think it's very inclusive subject and title we chose it because 
we wanted an open thing to talk about all the things we like because it could be a hobby mm-hmm. or it could be a movie or a song. Yeah. I'll even be obsessed about good coffee. <laughs> like, I think it has to do with generations. I think it has to do with culture. I think we're Puerto Rican. We're very passionate about things. And I think it also has to do with like the thing. I think deep down we're all obsessed with something, but I think our generation is like more inclined to being like obsessed with almost everything. Yeah, being obsessed over or being passionate, right? To put it like that, being passionate about different things. And we get excited about something coming up and you know, the thing is not even out, but we're already, you know, buying tickets and all that with like premieres, like with movies and stuff like that. And at least for us, for our generation, we took the hit to make this be normal now. Like in this new generation that is growing up right now, it's normal to be a fan and to be passionate about different things. For us... <laughs> It wasn't that normal. We grew up like not having computers or cell phones or social media. And slowly we wanted to like share everything at once. And, yeah. And not only, not only that, it's the fact that it wasn't that like well received by others. It wasn't very accepting to be like a huge fan of something. You'll be teased about it. Yeah. And I have the perfect example for this. I saw a tweet and I actually replied to the girl a couple of days ago about the Jonas Brothers. And it kind of said like, it's funny how the same people who bully you at school because you were that Jonas girl, they like the Jonas Brothers now because it's trendy and cool. And I reply to her and a lot of people reply to her with the same thing. Like when we were in high school, when I was in high school, I was obsessed with the Jonas Brothers. You know, I got bullied because I liked the Jonas Brothers. A lot of jokes were made that weren't funny and were hurtful. I'm saying like taking posters and drawing dicks on them. And like, it was just so immature but it affect people like i at one point i'm yeah. just gonna say it be, i mean i posted on twitter i like i would get people would take my school supplies because i had jonas pencils and stuff like that and it was mostly guys i don't know they think they're so oh but anyway they would just break them and just mess with my stuff and one of them told me to kill myself because no one would you know care about me like people can be so cruel yeah how can you say something like that and about something that you just like you can like just leave people like what they like if you don't like it that's fine just respect other people's like yeah i feel like that still happens but it doesn't happen as much as it used to because mm-hmm. we took the hits you can find your no and you can find your safe space you can find your tribe yeah but basically too like we got the hits you, you know we were the ones who went through the struggle with all these idiots out there and now it became kind of like a normal thing yeah we just like what we like and we'll talk about it if you don't want to listen then what are you doing in our podcast yeah and you can go we don't need you well no we don't need you we don't need you we got our people 
We got our people. We'll talk about what we like and who likes it. We'll listen to and talk about it. So, how about we talk some more about some more things we like? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's just do it. I mean, the whole podcast is about it, right? <laughs> yeah, the whole podcast. But this is my favorite section of the entire podcast. I mean, I like talking and debating topics because we have different opinions sometimes, and it's cool. But I love talking about recommendations. I mean, I'm on a strike. Two weeks in a row, self high five. So we're going for a third week. I'm hoping. Am I getting too cocky? Well, the recommendations you have, at least one of them, I already listened to it. Okay, okay, but let's start with yours. Okay, okay, uh, I'll start. Okay, so I mentioned on the releases um, that one of the releases was one of my recommendations, and it's those acoustic versions for some of the songs that them and Shay put out. Um, the acoustic versions for Keeping Score, Tequila and Speechless. I mean, I have to. I have to recommend them because they're so good and they're so amazing. Um, but I already talked about them. I already know I'm going to love it. Yeah. It's, it's Dan and Shay. Their vibe. I mean, they're what? Uh, country? pop country uh i don't know yeah kind of. I, i just like them and i'm not that big into country anyway well another recommendation a big recommendation is uh the five seconds of summer live album called meet you there live and i support this yes and it's this <laughs> like i said live album <laughs> about their media their tour and yeah i mean i mentioned already i love watching concert films i love listening to live albums and performances and to be honest this is one of my favorite live albums i know they have another one i feel like so good live yeah that was so good live and i think this one for me it's very special it makes me think of when i saw them live like it hits me right on the field and it makes me feel like i'm not crazy because after i saw them live i would do drum solos where there weren't any drum solos in the actual studio <laughs> album and now i'll do them and i'll be like yes yeah see i wasn't insane there was a drum solo there <laughs> yeah that's the thing I think this is why I love live albums so much. At least with Faisal's, they change things a bit. When it comes to the songs, they play different versions of the songs that they have on, like, of the versions. Even different vocals. Yeah, like, they do different, like, arrangements. And it sounds like, you know it's not a different song, but it sounds like a different song. I think it's a whole different experience. Yeah, I think with Talk Fast, I wasn't big on that song on the album, yeah. but I love the live version. And I think what I love the most about like watching concert films and, and live albums and, and this kind of stuff is because ah, it's when they talk and like they interact with, with the public, they interact between each other. And on you this hear the crowd. Yeah, on this particular album, my oh my god my favorite uh talking bits are after ghost of you and before and between valentine i mean it's kind of it goes with the arrange arrangement for valentine but if you're not a Faisal's fan um go listen to the album but i just want to express my love for this part Before Faisal start playing Valentine, Calm says the name of the city that they're playing, and he goes, let's fucking dance. And that 
oh my god that does things to oh, me <laughs> and then when michael when michael is singing his verse he goes like so fucking deep instead of like so deep that it's how the song goes he basically screams i fell in love with valentine due to the Version. yeah it's so amazing and i love the like the talking part after ghost of you the whole g-string situation um <laughs> you're spoiling everything for everyone go listen to the album it's really good you'll laugh a lot because they're funny they're if idiots. you're not a fan you'll fall in love with their music if you are a fan you will Listen to the new songs in a different way. You'll listen to some old songs in a different way. It just, it gets me pumped. And on bad days, it's all I listen to. It is Ashton's drum solo for Meet You There is my alarm clock in the morning. And you don't so, like die from a heart attack? No, I wake up in such a great mood. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I need to go like from a slow song. I mean, it's not my first, it's not my first alarm. There's two oh, alarms before that, but okay. that one's like my last one. Like, bitch, if you're not up, get up. Yeah, but continuing with this, I have another recommendation that is close to my heart. And I wish we were family. Okay, what's the recommendation? Okay, the recommendation is a song called Pretend by Malikoa, Callum Hood's sister. Callum, my babe from Faisos. That's why I want I want to be family with her. Anyway, um, it's the second song she has released. She doesn't have um, that many songs out there. I think it's that one and Honest. With this one, I just love the song. And I have to say the first time I listened to a song, it was on an Instagram live that Callum did because he went to see her perform And she sang this song. And I was like, oh my God, I need that song to be released already. And then a couple of weeks after that, Pretend was out. So yeah, I love this song. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're siblings. She's really talented. She has a great voice. And it's such a different voice. That's something that always makes me love artists because if I can listen to the voice and quickly identify like that's this person because it's so different to others very unique I'm gonna love you yeah it's a unique voice mm -hmm. I agree and she's gorgeous we can't like ignore that fact and she's my sister-in-law I wish in your dream yeah dream jassy is having a great life <laughs> So for my recommendations this week, I know you said you listened to some of them, but whatever, I'm really excited. There's Woke Up Late by Drax Project featuring Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld, her. Um, Lisa Koshi starts in the video. I hadn't watched the video until before this podcast because I didn't know what this song was called. I was looking it up because I kept listening to it on the radio and I already know all the words and I freaking like blow up the volume every time it comes out because I really like it. It's really cool. It makes me want to dance and move my booty. Um, it, <laughs> it's a really it's a really cool song. It it's definitely belongs on the radio. It makes you want to dance. The lyrics are catchy and it's cool. Check it out if Fia wants to. It will be on like our playlist on Spotify. Um, another one is... 
by the driver era i think it's their latest release song it's called feel you now the video is also kind of cool and there's like a lot of behind the scenes things and this is the band by two members of r5 i think they tour with the rest of r5 um check out that song check out other of their songs they have some really cool music out there And their videos are also very different from what R5 used to be. Yeah. I think it's a really cool thing and like musical project that they have going on. But like I said, all of these recommendations will be in our like weekly recommendations playlist on Spotify. If we come up with some others from now till the end of the week when we publish this we'll probably add them too as some like extra ones yeah that happened last week (laughs) yeah i added another one but it was i was too good not to add can i talk quickly about the one that i added and we didn't talk on last week episode yes okay so there's this song well there's this show called steven universe on cartoon networks and yes it's a it's kind of like a kid show. Um, I don't watch it. I'm gonna start watching soon because I kind of got hooked with the soundtrack. The only reason why I know about this show is because my niece loves it. And I saw that in my release radar, I had a song from the soundtrack. And it was because last week, the volume two for the TV show soundtrack was released and this song is called The Working Dead and I have to say oh my god I can't relate (laughs) I mean I think anyone out there who works (laughs) can relate to this song it's so kind of has like this dark vibe it goes from like a dark vibe to like a show tune and you just want to laugh with the lyrics because it's everything you basically can think during a workshop. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to talk about it real quick. <laughs> I added to the playlist, but we didn't talk about it because I listened to the song the day after we recorded the episode last week. I think I added one the same day that the podcast was coming up. So yeah, it happens. So probably this week we'll do the same. Who knows? We're always recommending things to each other. Now what we do is we withhold recommendations until we record this. So it's been new. It's been done. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's it for this week. You have anything else to add? I don't. That's it. I think that's it. Again, I want to say thank you to everyone for listening. Make sure to follow our socials, Obsessed Millennials, on Instagram and Facebook. So check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And remember that we have that weekly recommendations playlist on Spotify. Until next week, 